So I'm in Ghetto Davis's kitchen and we are going to talk about the Mabinogi after having talked about many other things besides. <laughs> We're now going to talk about something that actually means something and that we both like. We've been talking about politics, by the way, in case you're wondering. Um, but now we're going to go and talk about the Mabinogi. Now, I can't remember how many, how many years ago was the, um, that first Mabinogi festival that Peter Stevens organised. Four years ago, five years ago? I was going to suggest possibly four or five. Okay. Yeah. And myself, yourself and uh, David Davis Hughes were in the boys team. Yeah. And there was a girls team as well. And we did the four branches. And one of the branches we looked at was uh, the third branch, the branch of Manawidam. And frankly, I have never, although I enjoy telling it, I have never told it since. And it's never really been part of my repertoire. But you, Gitter, on the other hand, have turned it into um, something that you've really devoted a lot of time and energy to. And I'm curious about what it was that attracted to you about the third branch. It's a very good story. <laughs> it's the best one. Well, oh, it's one of the best out of the four. Um, it's got a very satisfying structure. It's like things go wrong, and then more things go wrong, and then more things go wrong, and then at the end, they're all put right again. Yeah, I quite like that structure. I like <laughs> it's that. It's quite life-enhancing, isn't it? I like, I like that structure. Different to a lot of other bits of the Mavenogi. Um I'll be Brandman's great. Actually, Brandman's great in in in, in an opposite sort of way. In this this great um, tragedy and massive bloodshed and loss and sorrow. Uh, and also, um, I think. I find the character of Manawadan very attractive. Mm. And also the things that, 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 that go wrong, that is concerned with, are very basic, understandable things. It's about survival. It's about family. So at the beginning, Manawadan acquires a new, a new family. He marries Rhiannon Pradere's mother, and he moves to Dervet. And so he's got a new life after the war, after the bloodshed and all the despair of Brownwen, of the second branch. There they are, and David's a wonderful place. And then the first disaster happens, and it's an inexplicable disaster. There's the thunder, there's the mist when the mist rises. All signs of human life, except the four of them, has disappeared. All the people in the land, all the animals, all the domestic animals at least, all the flocks because there's some, there might be some non-Mabinogi experts listening, so we need to be clear. But who are these four people? Okay, um, Praderi is the young prince of Dovet, which is southwest Wales, what would now be Pembrokeshire, or possibly more than Pembrokeshire. Rhiannon is his widowed mother, and. Manawadan is his friend who marries Rhiannon, his widowed mother. And the other main character of the four in this branch is Kikva, Praderi's wife. And there's some continuity from the second branch in that Praderi and Manawadan have been with Bran in the war in Ireland. And they are two of the seven survivors who come back. But they're not prominent characters in the second branch in, Bran in Branwen. 
they're, they're merely mentioned by name. But the family, uh, the earlier story of the family occurs in the first branch, Poish, which is the story of Pruderi's father, Poish, and how he met Pruderi's mother, Rhiannon, and how Pruderi was born. So there's more continue. It's the same bunch of characters, or some of the same bunch of characters, as the first branch. I hope that is clear. <laughs> but that's confusing, isn't it? But, I mean, I'm, my next question for you, really, is because you need to know certain aspects of the first branch and because you, we need to understand that Pradeli and um, Manawidan are colleagues in arms yeah. and have been fighting together, uh, you do need to be acquainted with the first and the second branch before you tell the story of the third. Oh, how yeah. do you do that? For okay, the okay. Just... So I tell you how I deal with that. I, 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 um, the way I start it is: two men came home from a war. One of them was an older man; his name was Manawadan. The other was a younger man; his name was Pruderi. And Manawadan said to Pruderi, "Where are you going now? The war is ended." And Pruderi said, "I'm going home." to the land of Dervid. I am the Lord of Dervid. My late father, Push, was Lord of Dervid before mm. me, and I'm going home to my mother, widowed mother, Rhiannon, my wife, Kiva. And he said to Manawadan, where are you going now the war is ended? And Manawadan says, I don't know. My family got killed in the war. They're all quarrelling. I don't feel as if I have a home anymore. I don't know where I'm going. And Pruderi says, come and live with me. And then he meets Rhiannon, Pruderi's mother, marries Rhiannon, becomes Pruderi's stepfather, I suppose. So now he's part of the family. Mm. Um, so I try and just okay. set the initial yeah. situation. Now, if anyone knows the second branch, Brahman, they know that's the war that's being referred to. But I don't try and give a summary of the whole of the second branch. I just say they've come back from a war. Uh, and I don't go into great detail about the political situation that technically Manawadan being he should have been Bran's yeah. brother ought to be king himself. But I thought, uh, but my eye... That's too much information. I think don't, don't, don't yeah. throw all that information at an audience that it's too... I try and give the basics. There, are, there is family. One of them has newly joined the family because he's a friend of Pradarius, married Pradarius. And when, mother and that's that's yeah. the basics and then at the beginning I don't talk about Pradeli's father i.e. No. the whole of the, I, I don't try and give a summary of the whole of the first branch so I try and go straight into basic situation yes, yes. there is a family they're living in Dovid one of them has newly joined the family by marrying Pradeli's mother widowed mother and then I go straight into the, into the story that they're feasting at Narberth. They go and stand on the top of the hill. There's the ah. noise. There's the mist. When the mist rises, everything is different. All the flocks, the herd and cattle and sheep have disappeared. They go back to the court. All the people have disappeared. All human life is... Signs of human life have gone, except the four of them. And then they have to survive they're in the most basic way. Mm. Fishing, collecting honey. That's something I'd never actually noticed until I read uh, some of the notes you sent me. That there's, a pro they progress through different states of, well, it's not really a development. It's changing from one to the other, but from hunter gatherer to 
hunting and fishing to to farming. Yeah, that's the thing that struck me. I mean, these are terms we use nowadays, and I don't suppose the the writer in 1100 or 1200 would have thinking of these, these terms. But it this strikes me. One, when the first disaster happens, when the enchantment goes on the land, they live by hunting, um, gathering honey, fishing. Uh, and then there's this, there's this process of sort of going backwards and forwards. There are two trips to England. So after the first period... Of, of difficulty of surviving in a most basic way when a disaster has happened to the land and nowadays it might be war it might be famine or whatever in, in the real world today mm. in the story it's some magical thing has happened and then as people do when disasters happen and life is difficult they move to another place and they go to Hereford and other towns in England and take up various crafts making uh, saddles and swords or scabbards yeah or no shields is it sad yeah shields and saddles and then cobblers making shoes but each time they're driven away by the local craftsmen because they're taking their trade and again i see um parallels i don't think one needs to uh, to push on but but to emphasize these parallels too much but it's interesting to see them of when people move from one country to another it has always happened through the centuries. It happens mm. now. They take up trades. They, they work in the new place. And they are unpopular because they're taking the money, the jobs. Mm. Or the, I mean, what the text actually says is the local cobblers say they are taking our profit. And then when they go back to Dover the second time, they have hunting dogs. Now, I always assume that they've brought the hunting dogs from England, and I've always had that idea in my head, and then I've gone back to the text and found that it doesn't actually say that. So I might be, that might be my interpretation, because they're hunting before they go, but it's only when they come back. No, but it's a really significant addition to, to the way they live, and it has to happen at some point. Yeah, so I see this... Um, Yes, they're going from very, very basic hunting, hunter-gatherers to, hunter, to hunters who are beginning to use domesticated animals, as, of course, they would have done before the disaster happened. Mm. And then after the second visit to, um, to England, to, to where they live as cobbler, make shoes, live as cobblers, as shoemakers again, this time it does specifically say they brought back sacks of grain, of seed corn, and this time, uh, Manawadan sows the three fields of corn. And when I tell the story, this isn't specifically said in the text, but I sort of make him say, when he's, they're going to leave England and, uh, and, and the cobblers are plotting to kill them, and, and Kikva, who is the only companion left there, Pradeli's wife, says, why don't you fight and defend us? And he says, no, no, if, we, if, we, if, if they don't want us here, we'll go home. But he says, well, for the last few years when we've been um, in Dervid, we've been hunting, we've been fishing, but we've never eaten any bread. Now I'm going to learn to be a farmer. Because he brings back the corn and he sows the three, seeds, uh, three fields of corn. And then that leads to the... Is denouement the right word? The, the, the solution of the problem. Because now there's these swarms of mice that are destroying the corn and he catches one mouse that is 
heavier and slower, fatter and slower than the others. And having, up to that time, whenever misfortunes happened, he just endured them. As a hero, he's in general not, he doesn't fight against things. Partly because the misfortunes that happened to him are not the sort of thing you can fight against. But he just has patience. And then he loses patience when his three fields of corn have been destroyed. And he's got to hang this one mouse. And this is, to me, I think this is the most enjoyable part of the story. Because there's this ridiculous image that he's going to hang a mouse. And first, Kigva, who's the only companion left, says, no, don't be stupid. Stupid, don't hang a mouse. I'm going to hang the mouse. It's a thief. That's what you do to the thief. And then by one by one, these three figures, uh, uh, a cleric, a priest, a bishop, or so they appear, turn up and try and uh, persuade him to let the mouse go and offer him money and then more money and more money and more money. And it's, it's a quite slightly bizarre image, but between the appearance of each one, he's building his, his gallows. First he's putting in a couple of forked sticks and another stick on top, and he's try, tying a little string noose. And in between each... And there hasn't been anyone in the land of Dervet. And um, I feel he then gradually begins to realise there is something important about this mouse... And the fact that I am going to hang this mouse, have this mouse in my power, gives means I'm in control of things again, but I'm not quite sure why. The text, I think, it doesn't actually talk about his thoughts, but that's what it feels to me as if he's thinking. And in the end, he says he'll only, he, he, he must realise that the, the bishop or the figure that looks like a bishop is not what he or it seems. And he says, I won't let the mouse go until you bring back who had been disappeared earlier in a magic castle I left that bit out, sorry and, and sort of take off the enchantment of the land and bring back everything to normal Cause he, and, um, and the figure that looks like a bishop who turns out to be Floyd Kilcoyd the, this magical figure, this possibly otherworldly figure Floyd the magician agrees to bring everything back to normal because the mouse is his Floyd the magician or Floyd the otherworldly figure's own pregnant wife. So then he lets the mouse go. Floyd is reunited with his wife, who he turns back into a young lady. And uh, Manawadan is reunited with his family, and everything in the country goes back to normal. So there's it is, it is an amazing story that seems to break a lot of the rules of what we expect in a story, in as much as for quite a long time, we, the reader, don't know what's going on. It's a complete mystery, this whole oh, oh, magic. I, I like that. Oh, well, me, me too. But it, it is very different to what we'd expect. And I was, just to finish, I was going to ask you, um, how shall I put this, what's, what is the value of what is the... In a, in a nutshell, what is the third branch all about? Or... Oh, can I come back to that? Because I just realised a bit earlier, an earlier question of yours I hadn't fully answered, I think. Because I think you asked me, did I, that you were saying people have to know what happens in the first yes. branch and the second branch. Yes, yes, there was the first branch um, business of... Yeah, so, so at the beginning, during the summary of the initial situation, I don't talk about Pradeli's 
father, of mm. course, and so on. But when there's the, the ransoming of the mouse, when this, these three figures that look like a priest and a bishop and so on who turn out to be the magician or otherworldly figure, Fluid, uh, is trying to get Manawadan to set the mouse free. And, uh, and Manawadan says, well, why did you do all this? And the reason is because he, because of what the things that happened in the first branch. So when I tell it, and Manawadan um, says, why do you do all these things? And, and I, I say, Floyd says, well, that is a long <laughs> story. <laughs> and then those who know the story of the first branch will probably chuckle like you did and think, oh no, is he going to tell us the whole of the first branch? But I, um, I try, well, not, no, I don't try and give a summary of the first branch, but I just try um, sort of say the, 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 the relevant points to Floyd's that that Floyd that when actually I make I make, I make Floyd say to um, Manawadan you haven't been a member of this family a long time but did they tell you the family stories about when your wife Rhiannon mm-hmm. when she married her first husband Poish Prideli's father that Rhiannon was supposed to marry someone else who she didn't want to and that she and Poish played a trick on that man and they treated him badly and they tied him up in a bag like a badger and, and beat him and uh, she might not have liked him but they did not have to humiliate him like that they didn't have to treat him that badly well that man all those years ago was my friend and that is why I've done all these things to take revenge mm. upon the family of the royal family of David in the land of David um, yeah so I bring in there the explanation not don't give the whole story of the first branch, but what seems like the relative bit, which is really the moment where Push's love rival, Gual, mm. where he was trapped in a bag, where yeah. he was tricked into a bag, beaten like a badger, and where all those years ago, Push had gone sort of too mm. far, had treated mm. him badly. Uh, sorry, what was your last question? Just put in a nugget is... It's different, and it's different for a reason. But what is the value of the difference? Why is it? A, why have you chosen to tell this this branch over the others? Yeah, I think one starts off just by like you. Um, you start off liking a story without necessarily rationalising mm. why you're liking. But I suppose uh, do you say something about a lot of the time you don't know what's going on? Mm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, There's a reason. That's the sort of structure, is it? Isn't yeah. it? That, so, the the first disaster happens in Champagne on the land. Everyone disappears. So, so, so there's there's a mystery, and then after the first visit to England, the other thing, the, the next thing that happens is um, they're hunting with their dogs, mm. and Pradery is enticed into a magic castle that has appeared from nowhere, and Rhiannon follows him in and they disappear. So, yeah, that's to me, it's a satisfying structure. There's things going wrong, you don't know what they are, you don't know what they are. And then, even with the ransoming of the 
mouse. You don't know what's mm. happening till the end, and then it's all. Let's say like a murder mystery. Not really like. Well, not <laughs> really, but that sort of stuff. I find that quite a satisfying structure that you don't know what's going on till the end. Till the end. And then it's all sorted out. Then there's a reveal. It's all sorted out. Um, but I guess it's to do... It's about survival. It's about... Family. Hmm. Um, and it has this... So, yeah, when the first disaster happens, I refer to it as a disaster, but the enchantment on the land... There are these four people, there's just the four of them left, and they have to survive as best they can. So initially they're trying to survive in their own place, and they're surviving to moving to another place, the problems they go through. And like I said, I, I, I see resonances with what happens in modern days and has happened over the years, but I don't think one ought to labour them, mm. in the, particularly not in the telling, one can be aware of it. And then they come back and... Yes, I suppose it's not an everyday thing that you're out hunting with your mate and that he goes into a castle <laughs> that disappears. But again, I suppose it's further the family gets divided, gets, yeah. gets split up. The four of them sticking together and then two of them disappeared. There's, yeah, in the story it's a magic thing, a, a castle that's... Uh, sometimes I think it's a bit like a, an alien spacecraft mm. that has landed and abducted them. Well, it has these weird chains that the the cauldron is suspended by these chains that disappear up into the sky. Up into the sky. I mean, I suppose in other terms, it's it's a manifestation of the other world. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever that is. uh, (laughs) But but yeah, the family is divided. Two of them get separated. Two of them disappear. Whatever it is. And these are very human things. That there's a small family, and you're trying to. Only the four of you left, then two of them have separated, whatever. And then by the end, everyone is reunited. Mm. Um, yes. So I suppose that's what, uh, what it's about, survival and family. Great. Which to me is like, that's, 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 that's it. I was going to say that's all there is in life. but It's a big part of it. It's a p- pretty big part of it, survival and family. So good to thank at you. Home, okay. <laughs> and, at home, I guess. Trying to interrupt you because we've gone way over. <laughs> and home, so, well, so let's get this right. David, yeah. Survival, because they, each time they come home to David, however, however difficult life is. Survival, family, home. Yeah, that's, that's all of life.